Welcome back to the Enneagram Health Series. Today, we're interviewing an Enneagram Type 6. Yes, we're diving in to do Enneagram Type 6 justice, change the narrative, because honestly, I feel like you have so much to offer, and I'm so excited to dig in. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherm, the place to create a life well-lived. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place where I believe you were made for living well. And part of that is learning that health is so much more than just what you eat and how you move your body. Of course, those things matter, but outside of that, there is so much more influencing your health, and I think staying stuck in that narrow view really prevents many of us from living healthy. Ultimately, health is inside of you. The key is learning how to live that out. But you might be wondering, how do you do the things you know you should? Well, honestly, it really comes back to knowing yourself. And that's what I love so much about the Enneagram and why I'm pumped to be doing this Ennea Health series. There's been so much great feedback from the show and so many positive comments on that guide, which I think is the ultimate Enneagram health guide that there is on the internet If you haven't checked that out, head on over to thelivingwell.com and click on your type to download that free 10 plus page guide that's gonna give you tips, tricks, journal prompts, all of the things to take practical application based on your personality and really encompass health for you. Now, I'm thrilled to be here with one of my good friends, Heidi Crone. She was actually one of the first followers that I ever had uh, when I started to do live events And I just have to be honest, so much has changed from those days, but Heidi has held true and she has continuously supported me and I just love her dearly. She is incredibly wise and she offers so much grace and wisdom and I'm so excited to get on to today's interview and talk about Enneagram 6. Now, I must admit, this is the first podcast that I recorded the interview before the solo show. I did all of my research and I was ready to record the solo show, but I started to get cold feet because I really want to do Enneagram Type 6 the justice it deserves. And I was getting a little nervous about that. So I decided to hop on the phone with Heidi, talk through Enneagram Type 6 inside this interview that you're about to listen to, and then I recorded the solo show. Honestly, it's so fascinating. I learned so much and I think you are too. So I want to dig right into the show and welcome Heidi. Welcome to the show, Heidi. Uh, You have been a longtime friend and encourager and supporter. I mean, really back to my very first days (laughs) teaching nutrition. And I have always been honored to have you following along and like such an encourager and supporter to me. So I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, Alexa, it's so fun to know you. And you've been such a crucial part of my health journey and I just have such fond memories of the early days of your classes <laughs> and now watching all of this come along. It's just awesome. Uh, so it's great to know you. Yeah. Thank you. Back in the days when we were setting up chairs and a little PT office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you brought us different vegetables to try cooking with. I still yeah. love spaghetti squash. It, oh, I mean, good. So thank you for that too. Yeah. Good. Okay. So today I'm having you on the show because you're an Enneagram six and I'm excited to dig in. I mentioned before the show that in Enneagram 6, I've done a lot of research and I feel like it has been the hardest for me to come up with solid 
health rhythms that I can recommend. I do have some, so I'm going to run those by you at the end, but I'm excited to learn from you and to dig in. This is the first show that I've recorded the interview before I recorded my solo episode with it. So I'm really like Mm -hmm. gathering knowledge on this just to, to make sure that I'm kind of recommending something on a a more solid foundation than it feels like right now. So thanks for being here and opening it up. So I want you to give me your brief overview of what an Enneagram six is, what you love about it and what you struggle with. Sure. So Enneagram six is called the loyalist. So in the way that sixes are often loyal to friends, but also beliefs. So that can be loyal to people, but also to religions or theories or even political opinions. And I think on the surface, that sounds really nice. But oftentimes that loyalty is based in this deep desire to not be left without support. Mm. So it can be loyal to a fault. It can also be loyal in a self-serving way. Like if I show up for these people, they're going to be there for me when I need it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sixes are in the thinking triad. That just means that we make a lot of decisions using the rational part of our brain. Mm -hmm. But that also means that we're prone to thinking and overthinking and decision fatigue. And that can lead in a lot of ways to anxiety. And this Mm -hmm. anxiety is rooted in um, our core fear, which is being without support or guidance. Mm -hmm. And then, so we just, I think sixes often live in this pursuit of, pursuit of security and safety. And um, we seek that oftentimes from sources outside of ourselves. So instead of looking in for our own experiences or what we believe, we're looking for other people to tell us what to do. So um, in my life, my sickness comes out in my dependence for structure and routine, because I find a lot of safety in that. So um, that's maybe one of the biggest things I struggle with as well as like decision-making and trusting people. I'm often skeptical and that is also really hard, but it also brings, brings great things. Like when we do choose to trust or choose to be vulnerable, those relationships can be really uh, long-standing and awesome. So I think sixes are often good planners and problem solvers because we are thinking through like, how can my safety be threatened or what could go wrong? And so we're really prepared for that as well. Yeah. And when I was doing research for a six, I kept thinking about this book I had read about anxiety and, um, I totally think it was an Enneagram six that wrote the book, but (laughs) it, um, it was really stating how we have such a bad perception perception of what anxiety is and not to say that it's okay or right, um, because it is coming out of a basic fear, but that there's this fear that, um, people can almost be anxious about being anxious. If that makes sense. Like, Oh, you um, bet. Yeah. Like, do you, do you experience that too? Where it's just kind of like, you're almost anxious that you're going to get anxious or because the anxiety yeah, is a I big thing so. for a six. It is. It's for sure like one of the defining characteristics, which Mm -hmm. I am not proud of. But um, yeah, I think when I, I was asked to um, do something for our local church the other day. And my thought process was, what am I doing in the three days leading up to that? Because I know I'm going to be a wreck Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. I have to do it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's 
it's for sure a part of life that I work through and confront every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that the most, uh, the people that I've encountered who are an Enneagram six automatically put it down for the fact that the anxious characteristic is a trait and it's a leading trait of Enneagram sixes. But on the flip side, we know that in every species and every population that there is more anxious characteristics in about half of the population. And the reason for that is because you guys can see problems before most people can see them as problems. Like you can see and solve problems faster than most people can. Um, and that's really necessary and needed. So it like really does ground the community into reality. And I mean, you know, when we go back and look at every Enneagram has a purpose here, that, that is a really big purpose of the Enneagrams is like keeping us built in, in this reality and preventing people from escaping it. So with that being said, do you feel like, because I look at Enneagram sixes and think that they're probably the most present of all Enneagrams, but I don't know that an Enneagram six would describe themselves as that. Do you feel like you're present or do you feel like that struggle, like you struggle with that? What's your take on that? Yeah, I think the being present probably looks different for sixes. And Mm -hmm. I feel present in the way that I'm definitely constantly scanning the room, trying to get a feel for what people are thinking, whether that's thinking of me, but also what are they experiencing right now? And are they okay? Um, Mm -hmm. But also present in the way that like, who is that shady looking character that just walked into the room or into the restaurant? Like we're hyper aware of Mm -hmm. those things. So presence in a, in a positive way, but maybe also in a little bit of a suspicious way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To make sure that things are okay or your environment is safe. So how important, like, how important is it that you live in a safe environment for an Enneagram six or is there no escaping 